The Rosin Institute is one of the leading animal science institutes in the world. It's probably the best known brand in animal sciences and our objective is really to improve the sustainable production of animals, to improve animal welfare and to translate the outcomes into improved human health. You've just been listening to Professor David Hume, the director of the Roslin Institute from 2007 up until 2017, who Bill Gates himself claimed helped transform Edinburgh into a world capital for livestock health and genetics. Established by the University of Edinburgh in 1919 as the Institute of Animal Genetics, it underwent a series of name changes and ownerships until it became the Roslin Institute in 1993 and joined the Royal School of Veterinary Studies at the University of Edinburgh in 2008. Today, it exists at the Easterbush campus as one of the most significant sources of research in Edinburgh. While most famous for their creation of Dolly the Sheep, the first ever successfully cloned mammal, the Roslin Institute has much further-reaching research in animal science, studying the diseases which cause great losses within livestock, such as scrapie and trypanosomiasis, especially those which can transfer to humans, as well as studying the application of genome editing to improve animal welfare, production of animal products, and carbon footprint. Pathologists at the Roslin Institute stress their bottom-up approach, which primarily aims to understand how diseases progress using quantitative and functional genomics techniques. These techniques help identify which genes interact with disease in order to identify target proteins for potential therapies and can identify advantageous genes to improve livestock fertility, resistance to disease and productivity as part of a rigorous selective breeding program or potentially for future genetic modification. The impact of the Roslin Institute's research on the agricultural industry is incalculable. But for example, the breeding program of scrapie-resistant sheep protected the industry from losses seen as in the mad cow epidemic in the 1990s, which is estimated to have cost $6 billion. Their research also contributes to worldwide food security, human and animal health, as well as support of social and environmental stability. However, culturally, Dolly the Sheep has by far been the Rosalind Institute's most significant research to date. Cloned from a mammary gland cell, Dolly was a genetically identical replica of a six-year-old Finn Dorset sheep using a process called somatic nuclear transfer. But how does this work, and how did it lead to the birth of Dolly? Firstly, the mammary gland donor cells are taken and starved until they stop replicating. Then, the egg cell of a Scottish black-faced ewe is taken, and the nucleus is removed with a micropipette. These two cells are then fused using electrical pulses. As the nucleus from the donor cell has a full set of chromosomes, there is no need for fertilization by a sperm cell. This embryo now divides until it is ready for implantation into a surrogate Scottish blackface mother, in essence making this Dolly's third mother. 148 days later, on the 5th of July 1996, Dolly was born. Welcome back. Scientists in Edinburgh were today defending their decision to produce the world's first clone of an adult animal. Her name is Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Dolly the sheep is a worldwide celebrity. On the 22nd of February, 1997, Sir Ian Wilmot and his team presented Dolly to the world and rose to immediate stardom. So why was this so significant? While this process may sound simple, 
Dolly was only one in 277 embryos to succeed. Prior to Dolly, tadpoles, carp, and mice had all been cloned from embryonic cells, but no mammals had been cloned from somatic cells, which are body cells. Beyond the sci-fi gratification of this achievement, there are genuine applications for somatic cloning. Tissue banks are archives of preserved tissue from endangered and extinct animals, so they can be preserved once the technology has progressed enough to clone them. More pertinently, cloning can be used to grow donors for organ transplants, of course creating some intense ethical discussion. These experiments also led to the development of induced pluripotent stem cells, an important technique which can create personalised stem cells without use of a donor. Many think that Dolly was simply a proof-of-concept experiment, but she was part of a series of experiments, partly to develop genetic modification techniques, but also to learn more about cell development and to manufacture therapeutic proteins in sheep's milk, both of which are still worked on today by the Roslin Institute. Dolly lived a cushy life, going on to birth six healthy lambs. At the age of four, Dolly appeared to be limping and was diagnosed with arthritis, thought to be due to either the concrete floor of her pen or the fact she remained fairly overweight throughout her life due to all the attention she was given. Sadly, at six and a half years old, after she developed a cough, she was diagnosed with ovine pulmonary adenomatosis, a common disease in sheep, and was subsequently put down. Many speculated that her death was due to an implication of for being a clone, but this was unlikely, as the condition is caused by a virus which infected several other sheep in her flock. However, her arthritis did raise an interesting discussion about control of the genome, also known as epigenetics. Each cell in your body contains around 30,000 genes. They surely can't be all expressed at the same time. Well, they're not. Epigenetics is the system of modifications made to your and all organisms' genetic material to turn genes on or off or to modify their level of expression. Regions containing switched-off genes condense into heterochromatin. Throughout our lives, these regions, which also act in a protective manner, progressively lost due to these epigenetic modifications. When observed, Dolly's telomeres, the regions of heterochromatin at the end of chromosomes, were shorter than they should be. This suggested that while Dolly was only young, her DNA was aging, and therefore, epigenetic modifications may have been carried over from the adult cell Dolly was cloned from, potentially causing her to age faster and develop arthritis. Epigenetics is still a highly elusive area of research, and there is still disagreement over whether Dolly's health was adversely affected by being a clone. Since Dolly, horses, pigs, goats, and monkeys have all been successfully cloned, and you can even pay for your beloved late pets to be cloned. And since Dolly, the Rosen Institute has continued to produce groundbreaking research in developing animal resistance to disease, breeding scrapie-resistant sheep, avian flu-resistant chickens, and infectious pancreatic necrosis-resistant salmon, a devastating disease to salmon farming. Thank you for listening to this audio piece on Dolly the Sheep and the Roslin Institute. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please feel free to return to the interactive map to explore more science in Edinburgh.